0: In meeting here in this Bible School, it is naturally for the purposes that has been outlined, for the strengthening of each other in the uh, beliefs and hopes and convictions, as Brother Glenn mentioned in his prayer, to the coming of the Son of Man. And it is to train up the children in the way that they might go that when they're old, they may not depart from it. So in this consideration, it's always well that we turn to the word of truth, and surely with meeting here together, we ought to use every opportunity this week to strengthen each other's faith. So we might turn in this connection to the 27th Psalm, If you would like to, we would like to call your attention there to the words of David. Because it uh, would seem that we would hope that each and every one here at this beginning of the first verse would be our desire. The Lord is the light, light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though a host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. One thing, have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me, He shall set me up upon a rock. And now shall mine head be lifted up above mine enemies round about me. Therefore will I offer in his his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice. Have mercy also upon me and answer me. Teach me thy way, O Lord, and lead me in a plain path because of mine enemies. That's what we hope to do here is to make these truths so plain during this coming week. Deliver me not over unto the will of mine enemies, for false witnesses are risen up against me and such as breathe out cruelty. I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living wait on the Lord be of good courage and he shall strengthen thine heart wait I say on the Lord so might this be the attitude by which we could uh, carry out this next few days that we are together here that we might speak to each other these plain truths in a plain path or in a way of plainness during the next few days that we uh, are here at this Bible school and I'm sure that that's the wish of each and every one of us at this time is the, the time for us to have the uh, class uh, assemblies or get-togethers, At uh, get-together at this time, and it's the usual, has been the custom of, uh, that the young folks go out first, but we are going to, I believe it's been requested, we leave everybody in here so they will hear the resume of the adult teachers of their classes. So it's a, I believe it's a custom that we will take up the uh, the classes as to the adult teachers will give a resume of what they are going to set forth before the group, and all of the teachers will be here, and then they will go out. So in the uh, first class period is Brother Ken McPhee. So might we ask? him to come forward and give us a resume of what he uh, uh, is going to bring to us to read. the subject will be the paradox of
1: Jesus Christ and first of all we have to consider what paradox means especially in the sense we're using it And uh, we'll use it as meaning that which is seemingly contradictory in itself or at variance with what would be normally expected. Although when it is properly understood it becomes harmonious and consistent. And uh, we'll be talking about things that are very familiar to all of us here, about the things we're told about Jesus. But trying to look at them in a slightly different way, perhaps, or adding some detail, and uh, recognizing that there are great contrasts within Jesus himself and within his life. The contrast of his parentage, where his mother was a humble maiden of Galilee, his father, the Almighty Creator and Sustainer. The circumstances of his birth were extremely humble and stable, and yet he is to be the king of the world, king of all the earth, His baptism by John, some unusual features. Uh, we know that uh, in Jesus we see God manifest, and yet at the same time he was of the same nature as his brethren in every respect and uh, concerning which we have uh, abundant testimony we'll be looking at these things he his, by his works he became our abiding place and yet he had not where to lay his head during his ministry these are some of the contrasts and uh, and uh, the paradoxes which we find in the life of Christ and uh, at first glance and uh, on a somewhat uh, cursory level. They may seem a little confusing, but uh, when put in their proper perspective and properly understood, the whole picture becomes harmoniously woven together and consistent with the plan and purpose of God.
0: Thank you, uh, Brother Ken, for this uh, resume that you've given us for your class. And then the second steward will be Brother Jim Stanton. Would you come forward and uh, give us an outline of your uh, The subject that we will uh, treat with
2: this week is the multitudinous Christ. And our first uh, portion of the aesthetic will be dedicated to the exploration of the fundamentals of the gospel as they relate to this subject Uh, the multitudinous Christ in a very uh, basic sense is is salvation and uh, we would like to lay this groundwork before moving into the other more speculative areas of the subject Uh, we intend to uh, treat of the development of the spirit nature which uh, we as Uh, prospective attainers to this uh, multitudinous group hope to attain. Uh, We want to review the apocalyptic development of this uh, man, our unity, uh, as it is treated in the apocalypse. Of course, it's treated uh, throughout the scriptures uh, and the other prophets as well. Uh, And we want to move on to the realities of uh, the Sinaitic assembly for judgment and the development and processing of this body. Uh, And then we want to move into the rainbowed angel phase uh, in the Tenth of Revelation uh, and measure that as we can. Uh, We want to try try to tie in the uh, place of current events Uh, of today, the day in which we live, and the position of the nations, particularly Israel and and those surrounding her in the uh, Middle East. Uh, And we want to try to place in its uh, proper uh, routine the uh, Goggin invasion and the consequences that will be uh, forthcoming from that invasion, uh, which will ultimately result in the triumph of the multitudinous body. Uh, We would like to work in, uh, with your approval, the place of natural Israel in this development, just what part they play and how they will uh, finally be fitted into the uh, massive jigsaw puzzle, as it were. Uh, And in the normal course of of development of this subject, uh, we'll finally come to the destruction of the apostasy or Babylon. Uh, We would like to... Leave uh, those that attend the class with, with some idea of a. Uh, we've used the term speculative, which I think is is a fair assessment of it. Of a, let's say a speculative recapitulation of events, maybe some sequence of order and things we might look for uh, over the course of the next few years. Uh, just the, the degree the degree of, uh, of uh, specificity on that is. I hope it, it may be singular, That is, each person might leave with a different idea, but uh, we think it will be interesting and, and, and uplifting and worthwhile. Uh, we have a lesson sheet prepared that we hope will be of some uh, use in following the outline, but we would uh, recommend for your own benefit uh, taking notes or developing your own uh, lesson sheet as it were. Uh, we'll try to allow proper time for uh, interruption for questions uh, during the class, but and, and preferably at the end, and then maybe in the afternoon session we, we can pursue some other uh, questions along these lines. Uh, for the young people, I know there are several here at the age of uh, either they have to choose uh, going into the so-called young people's class or going into this class uh, if there are those of this uh, middle age group where they might not know which class to go into, we we do hope to present this from a fundamental viewpoint at first. And if they if they care to attend this class, of course we'd be glad to have them. Uh, some of it, the, the latter part, may be more advanced than they care to uh, uh, tackle, but uh, we we hope to make it as interesting as we can, both from their viewpoint and of those uh, with a number of years
0: in the truth. Thank you, Brother Jim, for your outline. And then the third-class period will be Brother Ken Smith, so I'll we'll ask him to come forward in uh, the fashion I Well, my... Uh,
3: Classes will be on the subject of the aspects of the Spirit, which is a very general subject. And uh, of course, this book is entirely the result of the inspiration of the Spirit, so one could take it from almost any part or any uh, portion of it and still be on the subject. But in order to try to get an organized thought, we have taken it from the um, the divisions of the Spirit as they are presented uh, in Psalms, where It's the only place it's mentioned, where it's described as a free spirit, a right spirit, and a holy spirit. And we have tried to show the various developments of those on different levels, uh, particularly from the idea that God has revealed himself through the spirit on uh, different levels, primarily on two levels, the terrestrial creation and the celestial, which is being developed. So we will begin with Genesis not from the idea of uh, an archaeological study or what actually happened to Genesis or anything like that, but trying to show the fact that uh, God is beginning his revelation to man on that level through the creation of the world and man upon it and so on, and that that level continues then on into... uh, particularly with the children of Israel and the law of Moses and how he has revealed himself on that level. And then, moving onward through the course of the week, we hope to get into the uh, higher manifestations of the Spirit in Jesus Christ and the development of the celestial creation. And finally, in the last
0: uh,
3: lesson, to treat the idea of the right Spirit as the Spirit that is developed in us by these means so that we will conclude with the uh, thing that I hope we are mostly interested in, that is the uh, development in ourselves of uh, the Spirit of Christ, as it is described in the scriptures, and that the work of the Spirit will
0: find uh, fruit in us by our efforts. Thank you, Brother Smith, for your outline, and uh, uh, yeah. We know that these brethren have worked hard in getting their classes or material in line and organized and ready to present to us, and what is obtained from those classes is going to be what we put into it when we go into the class. So may each and every one of us that attend them uh, strive to take away With us some thoughts that uh, give us the strength and encouragement to press on to that mark of the prize of the high calling which is in Christ Jesus.